how is this out and about? Thought I'd see if anybody wants to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What up, Hoops Handicappers? Thanks for streaming today's Bet Slippin' Podcast. It's the Daily NBA Show. We're recording Wednesday, May 4th, and there's only a two-game slate in the NBA postseason tonight. We're in the conference semifinal, so... We're probably only looking at two game slates at most from here on out in the NBA. Um, the two games that are tipping off tonight in the NBA are the Philadelphia 76ers meeting the Miami Heat in game two of their Eastern Conference semifinal series. And then the second game um, is the Dallas Mavericks trying to even the series against the Phoenix Suns uh, in Phoenix in their Western Conference semifinal series. I'm starting to recuperate all my losses from the first round and the play-in round. Um, I was 16-19 and 19 in the first round, 0-2 in the play-in games, but I was 4-0 on uh, my first Monday, or on my uh, first second round, first, second, that's confusing, but the uh, first NBA bed slipping podcast I did for the second round, I went 4-0 on Monday. Um, same slate of games, in fact, I hit... Both favorites, the Miami Heat minus 7.5 and and the Phoenix Suns minus 5.5. And And I also connected on both player props over Gabe Vincent 8.5 points. Jay Crowder over 1.5 made three-pointers. That's essentially the only recap that I'm going to do on the Monday slate. I actually have six bets that I like here in the two games here on the Wednesday slate. Um, I took Tuesday off because I was flying back from my home in upstate New York to where I currently live in Southern California. Just didn't have a t- time to sit down and um, podcast or um, uh, record record a, a bet slipping podcast for yesterday's slate. I did bet the slate. I went zero and two. So if you guys are following me um, or following these podcast best bets, I guess I saved you some money yesterday. Um, and it didn't ding my bed slipping podcast playoff record, which is, um, which, which I, I love, obviously I didn't need to take any more losses here on this, uh, playoff podcast. But again, I have six best bets for the Wednesday slate. Um, all the odds are provided by our sponsor, Tipico Sportsbook. I'll uh, do a little ad read for Tipico in between the first and second game breakdowns. But my six best bets for the Wednesday, May 4th slate is I'm taking two first-half sides, two first-half favorites, which feels a little squarish now that I'm saying it out loud, but I'll further break down uh, those picks, obviously, here in a few minutes. Um, officially, it's the Miami Heat, minus four and a half. This is first round, or is their first round spread, which I'm taking. And then I'm laying three and a half points of the Phoenix Suns in the first round, or in the first half of their Game 2 matchup with the Dallas Mavericks. And then I have three player props. One in the first game, I'm going over Tyler Hero, 18.5 points. And then two in the second game where I'm going under Jalen Brunson, 18.5 points. And going back to the well with Jay Crowder, uh, except I'm betting his point prop this time at 8.5 points. But let's start with the first game in the NBA tonight. It's a 7.30 Eastern Standard tip-off between the Philadelphia 76ers who are down um, zero games or zero to one to the Miami Heat, uh, who are the number one seed. The spread for the full game is minus seven and a half. Um, heavy juice on the Miami Heat. The total sitting at two oh seven and a half. This game again tips off on TNT at seven thirty Eastern Standard Time. 
I'm going to lay four and a half points in the first half line with the Miami Heat. Um, I'm fading the DeAndre Jordan minutes. DeAndre Jordan is projected to be in the starting lineup for the Miami Heat. He's got a 13.5 adjusted on-off net rating in the playoffs, so the 76ers are scoring 13.5 fewer points per 100 possessions when DeAndre Jordan's on the floor. His backup, Paul Reed, which most people are, are beating the table for Doc Rivers to play more of, well, he's got a minus 9.8 adjusted on-off net rating, so whatever backup big uh, Philly uses in replacement of Joel Embiid is probably going to get exploited here against Miami. I mean, um, it, it's Miami's going to be able to score in all in all areas of the floor, whereas they have an elite perimeter defense, and 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 Philly's going to absolutely need a lot of uh, points from its backcourt and James Harden and Tyrese Maxey. Also, it's going to need a, a step-up performance or another good performance from Tobias Harris. But um, I think Philly is going to come out using a ton of pick-and-roll action, even without Joel Embiid, because James Harden is very comfortable in the pick-and-roll. Well, Miami's defense was top 10 in pick-and-roll uh, defensive efficiency during the regular season and did a great job and ap- absolutely locked up Trey Young in the first round of these playoffs. And we know that um, Miami's pick and roll defense is is elite. Trey Young was one of the better pick and roll players in the league, um, or is one of the better pick and roll players in the league, as is James Harden. But Miami is um, is is uh, has a tight pick and roll defense, and I think is gonna. Um, be able to really put the clamps down on on James Harden in the Philly backcourt. Um, and, and Miami wailed on Philly um, before stinking it up in, in the second quarter of game one. I mean, they won three of four quarters by at least six points. Um, and we're only laying four and a half here for the first half spread with the Miami Heat. They were clumsy in the second quarter, lost the turnover battle five to one. But they should be able to perform much better um, in the second quarter or whenever uh, both teams um, go to their benches. Miami's bench was the best in the regular season at average a league-high 40.5 points per game, whereas Phillies had the third-worst bench points per game at 27.2. So what is that? It's a 13.3 point-per-game differential from these two benches with Miami being um, being the plus in that category. And in the playoffs, it's pretty similar. Uh, Miami's scoring 37 points per game off the bench uh, or getting 37 points per game from its bench in the playoffs, whereas Philly is getting only 18.6 points per game from their bench, which is last out of the uh, 20 playoff teams charted. Or, excuse me, it could be 16 playoff teams charted. I thought they counted the uh, playing games, but maybe not. Either way, Philly's dead last in bench points per game. So I think when these teams get to the benches in the second quarter and the end of the first quarter, Miami um, could further um, further extend whatever lead um, they get. Hopefully they get a lead going into the benches, right? I mean, <laughs> we're laying four and a half in the first half, so... That's what we're handicapping, and that's what we're expecting. Um, and and speaking of Miami's bench, I'm hitting the over on the Tyler Hero points prop, which is priced at 18.5 points. There's more juice on the under, so apparently the over is a square play. But I'm okay going square with the Tyler Hero point props because he's won 18.5 
over 18.5 points in 40 of his 66 regular season games. He averaged 20.5 points per game uh, during the regular season, which is a big reason why he won sixth man of the year yesterday. And I think that's going to boost his confidence and provide similar energy um, for Tyler here on this game as Marcus Smart had in between games one and two in the first round. If you remember, Kyrie Irving lit up Marcus Smart's ass in game one of the first round series. Then Marcus Smart in between game one and two, one defensive player of the year. And then that, I think, boosted his confidence and or Kyrie kind of helped out by stinking it up a little bit. But Marcus Smart parlayed a defensive player of the year award uh, win into um, just lockdown defense. And I think we get a similar performance out of Tyler Hero. I think he's just going to um, um, be really um, be really jacked up about winning that sixth man of the year and, and play with a lot of energy here in this game. And Hero is actually first in usage rate for Miami during the regular season, which is kind of crazy. And he's second in these playoffs behind J- uh, Jimmy Butler, who, who is dinged up? You know, Jimmy Butler has been battling a hamstring issue, I believe. Uh, missed the final game of the first round series between the Heat and the Hawks, which obviously the Heat um, won anyways. So if if Butler's health is compromised and or if he actually misses today's game, uh, usage uh, Tyler Hero's usage rate, rate could just increase even further. Also, Tyler Hero shoots a lot better at home and in the playoffs. He's got a 61% true shooting um, at home in the season, uh, which breaks down to 48% from the field, 44% from behind the arc, and 89% from the foul line uh, compared to a 52% true shooting on the road. Um, He's also got a 62% true shooting in the playoffs, which breaks down to 49% from 49% from the field, 46% from three, and 85% from the charity stripe, whereas he's just has a 53% true shooting in the regular season. So Hero plays better in the postseason and at home. We'll take him over 18.5 points on the heels of him just winning six-man of the year. Before I talk about the second game, we shout out the odds provider and sponsor of this podcast. Typico Sportsbook. They're a global sports betting leader that's not live in New Jersey and Colorado. You can make your favorite sports more interesting with Typico's fast and easy mobile sportsbook app. New users from this podcast can get a welcome bonus at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions do apply. You must be 21 or older to game with Typico. Please see their website for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER from New Jersey and 1-800-522-4700 for Colorado. Okay, so the second game is the Dallas Mavericks down 0-1 playing the Phoenix Suns. Um, Tip-off is 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time again on TNT. The Suns are laying 6.5 points um, for the full game. More juice on Dallas. Uh, the total is sitting at 215.5 here. And again, I have actually uh, four best bets in this game. I'm going uh, Phoenix Suns under 3.5, or excuse me, Phoenix Suns 3.5 uh, in the first half. And I'm taking under 215.5 in the Mavericks Suns game. I feel like 
that's one of the best bets I didn't announce off the top, so my bad. I'm sneaking that up on you guys now, and I'm also taking two-player props under Jalen Brunson points and over Jay Crowder points. First, let's talk about the game itself. Phoenix won game one, 121 to 114, covered as six-point favorites. I'm laying three and a half in the first half with the Suns. Uh, the Suns are four and two. And against the number in the first half in these playoffs, they get a plus 36% ROI, whereas Dallas is 3-4 and four in the first half, ATS, with a minus 18% ROI in these playoffs. Uh, we saw Dallas uh, make in-game adjustments to get a double-digit deficits numerous times in the first round against Utah. So they are used to coming from behind, but I don't think they're going to be able to come from behind as easily against Phoenix as they did Utah. Uh, Phoenix has got a plus 5.3 first half scoring margin in the last three games. Dallas minus 3.0 first half scoring margin in the last three games. Um, more into the first half of this game uh, because uh, we saw in the, in, in the second half of game one, Phoenix had that game just well wrapped up, pretty much hit garbage time. They took their foot off the gas. And Dallas in desperation mode just hoisted threes got hot from behind the arc and actually almost covered the 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 full game spread in game game 2 or excuse me in game 1 but I'm looking ahead uh, or I'm looking at game 2 and I'm taking the Phoenix Suns minus 3 and a half in the first half based on everything I just said I actually like under 215 and a half which is at minus 110 even more than the side in this one um, because this feels like the road less traveled here in this game what I mean by that is nearly 90% of the cash is on the over. Um, So the least popular side or least popular wager in this game appears to be the under. And typically that's where you find value in sports betting is betting the the lines that the public wants no part of. Um, The over cash by 16 points in game one. Um, And they increased that total from 210 in game one to 215 and a half. Uh, which is the current price. So I think there's a little too much line movement here. All the public is on the over. Um, and the 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 opener, actually, uh, for game two, the opening total was 216.5. So we're actually getting reverse line movement. Apparently the odds makers are either booking faces or taking respected under money and are noting that their uh, game two opening total was too high as well. So they're ticking it down despite all the money coming in on the over here. Uh, Both teams have a below-average pace and a below-average free-throw attempt rate in this postseason. Suns actually have a really low three-point attempt rate, and they typically run longer possessions out of, like, pick-and-roll action. So I I could see the Suns um, really slowing down the tempo. Dallas played at the slowest tempo during the regular season, so they're okay with a slower tempo. And if game two is as one-sided as game one, which I actually think it could be, um, then the second half and fourth quarter scoring should really plummet as it did in game one. Also, the under is 6-2 and two in the last eight Mavs-Suns meetings. So I like under 215.5 more than the Suns minus 3.5 in the first half, but um, it's all it's all one unit based on my bet slipping podcast record. So um, those are two of my best bets here in this game. And then the two player props that I like. First one, Mavericks 
Uh, point guard Jalen Brunson under 18 and a half points, which is just, which is juiced to minus 118. He's more of an ISO half court score, which just shouldn't work versus Phoenix's elite backcourt defense. He actually has the second lowest three point attempt rate of any Dallas rotation player. So I don't think he's going to, he, threes are going to push him over his point total here. He's went under three, uh, under 18 and a half points in three of his four games versus Phoenix this season, which includes a Playoffs. Now, it is interesting to note two of the three games he went under during the regular season versus Phoenix, he scored 18 and 18 points. The one time he went over, he scored 19. So this is theoretically a sharp number, uh, but I still think the price is a little bloated due to Jalen Brunson's breakout performance in the Utah series. I mean, he averaged just 16.3, 16.3 points per game during the regular season. Uh, he was a starter for most of the season, but he obviously takes a back step or a uh, back seat in usage rate when, when Luka Doncic is on the floor. So I don't think Jalen Brunson's going to be the floor spacer that the Mavericks need off of Luka's like, ISO-heavy um, basketball. Um, so I don't think he'll be catching a lot or doing a lot of catch-and-shoot three-pointers, and he's just too slow to break down uh, Phoenix's elite backcourt defense and half-court ISO sets like he did against Utah. So I'm going under Jalen Brunson, 18.5 points. And then my second uh, player prop and final of the six best bets I have in the Wednesday, May 4th slate is I'm going over Jay Crowder, 8.5 points at minus 119, according to Tipico. Again, we cash this over one and a half point, uh, one and a half three-pointers made in game one relatively easily. I think he scored... Uh, hit three three pointers, but I think he hit his first two in the first quarter. So that was a rocking chair cover, easily covered for us. He's went over eight and a half points in five straight playoff games. Crowder has in ten of his last twelve, dating back to last season. Also, he just feels like the odd man out in Phoenix's offense, or I guess like in. Dallas's defensive strategy. Obviously, Devin Booker and Chris Paul are going to get a ton of Dallas's defensive bandwidth. Something needs to be done about DeAndre Ayton. I'm sure Dallas is going to try to adjust to his um, just amazing performance in Game One. And Mikael Bridges is a better three-point shooter um, than Jay Crowder, and is probably more of a concern for Dallas's defense than Jay Crowder. So. Um, whenever Jay Crowder is out there with starters or with Devin Booker and Chris Paul, I just think he's going to get wide open looks. He can go over this total um, with three pointers alone, but I also like Jay Crowder's ability to crash the glass um, against a, a Dallas team that might try to go more small ball um, to speed up the tempo and or just to get more three point shooters out there because really. Dallas's best chance of staying close in this game is um, by hitting, getting hot from behind the arc. So I think Jay Crowder can feast on a smaller Dallas rotation and or just get wide open looks because, I mean, who's paying attention to Jay Crowder um, for Dallas? I mean, obviously they got to worry about the two all-star guards and Booker and CP3 and then um, DeAndre and who's just just killed them in game one. So we're going to add Jay Crowder over eight and a half points to uh, our bet slip along with Jalen Brunson under 18.5 points. I'm going under 215.5 in the Mavericks-Suns game. And then I'm laying 3.5 points with the Suns in the first half. 
in the first game. I'm laying four and a half points in the first half with the Miami Heat, and I'm going over Tyler Hero, 18 and a half points. Those are your six best bets in the Wednesday, May 4th slate. Best of luck to you guys, whether you fade or follow me. Um, I'm going to come back in a day or two with a breakdown of the uh, Friday and Saturday games along with my bed slip and podcast co-host Nathan Beagle. So be on the lookout for that. I'll hit your feed uh, probably tomorrow evening. Um, There's no games Thursday uh, in the NBA, so we don't have any games to handicap for tomorrow. So be looking out for the Friday and Saturday um, double podcast. Uh, that should be hitting your feed shortly, but or uh, tomorrow. But again, best of luck, and I'll talk to you guys in the next day or so. Peace. Thought I'd see if anybody wants to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show, featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire.